in the mix with DJ DJ Flex, London's number one DJ. I'm number one. The best music. Number one. Let's go with the best DJ. DJ Flex. It's your boy DJ Flex signing in for views from the East End. Yeah, I mean it's your East Ender DJ Flex. I've got with me the main man himself, Kojo. And, you know, it's a one-on-one session, you know, just like we did with, with Kevin the week before. And this week we've got Kojo. Kojo, how you doing? I'm great, DJ Flex. I'm great. I've still listened to a few of your mixes and you're doing well. So yeah. how about yourself? Mate, I'm not doing too bad, am I, with these mixes? You know, like, <laughs> we're improving mix by mix. You know what I mean? Mix by mix, we're getting better. You know, um, we, we, we covered an event, um, Justice League Entertainment. We covered an event... Um, last week for crate and vibe okay. you know what i mean which was which was pretty cool um it was a lot of fun actually you know djing at, at such an event because it was an art event it was like an almost like an art exhibition but you are the artist okay yeah so that was it was quite fun to watch people paint and put their ideas on a canvas and you know really try and get you know their thoughts out onto onto something tangible you know what i mean and there was a lot of creative stuff okay, out there, okay. so it was it was definitely a lot of fun, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure for sure if you was around, you know, you would have looked at it and thought, wow, you know, yeah. might have brought the creative side of you out, you know what I mean, and, and, and everything <laughs> else. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. It's all good like that, man. I mean, just let, let the, the listeners know a bit more about you, man. I mean, they've heard you on here before you know what i mean they've definitely yeah. heard you on here before if we have you know people which listen to views from the stands as well also listening to views from the east end i'm sure they've they know how much of a chelsea fan you are and how much you love yeah. football and everything else but let them know a bit more about yourself um yeah i mean there's not much to know yeah yeah right so I'm, a <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of football and i'm here out here in ukraine you know medical school trying to you know see how we can help people and then you know from there we take it on we crack on you know wherever we find ourselves the plan is just to you know make the hustle and then aside that you know trying to be an entrepreneur and being creative and that's what i'm about so yeah that's me just in a nutshell no mate i mean you you brushed over it you just said i'm just out here in ukraine <laughs> i mean it's not often yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean it's not it's definitely not often that you know someone finds themselves in ukraine of all places yeah, 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 yeah. you know what i mean like, so you've got you've got to walk our listeners through you know how does well yeah yeah no so let's go through that i mean from ghana sometimes you want to go out but then it's, it also all depends on your your budget and all of this and then i feel you know ukraine at that time standard of living is not as high as compared to other countries and you know it's quite affordable and then yeah, you that's know, a I fact yeah i mean <laughs> having been out there my damn self i mean yeah i could you know I could, we can agree to that you know what i mean yeah, agree to that. You, you you tell the story so yeah and i mean to find a place as well who take you know foreigners and then give you like teachers in english well not the best english but i mean some teachers are good, others are not. And then it's also trying out a new culture as well. So 
it was okay. It's an adventure. So <laughs> that's how we decided to come out here. We we were on it. We were on it. And and how would you say it's different from? Because you know you're an international man. You know you've been you've been in, you you grew up in Ghana. You know what I mean in yeah. in Accra, and yeah. you've also been out here in London. You know what I mean, and then you're out here in Ukraine. So how would you say it's Ukraine differs from London and Accra? I mean, walk the people through it for people which are like you, maybe considering, you know, going to another European country or uh, maybe a South American country which has European tendencies or yeah. tendencies such as Ukraine. How how would someone even, you know, what what what, what kind of thought process does one have to have to even consider? you know, going through something like that, you know, to no, say, I'm going to go yeah, do that. Like, I think everywhere you go, I feel to me, which could be a personal opinion, but maybe a few would agree that you have to, you know, be willing to kind of accept your culture and kind of put yourself in it as much as you can. I mean, there are certain things you can't, you know, really do because of certain limitations here and there, but, you know, you should try and put yourself in there. If it's a place where, they don't speak English, you should be willing and ready to learn the language. Once you get to understand, you're right. And now with technology, I mean, everything's kind of easier. So with Google and Uber and that, so within your first weeks, it's all going to help you transition. But yeah, you should, first of all, know how the people are. And I think in Ukraine, yeah, now with the newer generation and people our age, thereabouts, are more exposed to how Europe is like. So you do get, you know, very receptive, good receptive vibes from people around here. And I'm in the capital, so, yeah, I get the good vibes all the time. So, yeah, it's very rare. You do hear stories of, you know, people who are maybe a bit older and they're from the Soviet Union times when they used to see foreigners around and they might give you the cold shoulder. But, yeah. What's, what's that, that like, happens. though? Let's not brush over that. I mean, you know, being yeah, a, yeah. a young black man, in Eastern European, like no, no, this it's real, you know what I mean, and um, you know, you're out there, you meet, uh, like you said, elderly people like that. You know, do you yeah. feel the racism? Is is that something they let you know that you know there's you're over there and we're over here, or or is it a, yeah, a lot mean, better? Let me let me put it like this. I mean, you will feel it if you're looking for it. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely true in most in most situations and um yeah you know having you know you invited myself and you know one of our other good friends out there as well and um i feel like you know what it didn't feel too bad you know what i mean although yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when you are flying out there you are very likely to be one of the only black people on the way to ukraine and Maybe that in itself might look suspicious. Yeah, I mean, like, what is he doing out here? But nevertheless, you know, I felt like we had a good time. You know, I think it was well received. And um, I don't feel like I felt like any racism took place. Yeah, I mean, which was yeah. which was pretty nice. You know, can't can't complain at all. It was icy cold out there. Yeah, yeah I mean, but, you know, I guess that's just the time we decided to to come along you know what i mean which is which is pretty cool yeah. so what, what, yeah. what let listeners know what you're actually studying why you chose to study what you studied as well um yeah i mean i'm just doing general medicine i think my main reason was you know just to try and make sure that you get kind of a profession where if, if you do learn it well you always have a job opportunity available that's from my 
from my view. You sure it wasn't but, just to try and help out the Africans, you know what I mean? And uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they need more yeah, doctors yeah, you know, out there. To try, to try and make sure you know we we not always use the lab rats, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, well, nah, that's that's cool, man. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a definitely a profession which ain't easy to, I guess, grind out, you know, because of just the duration, right? You know, yeah. seven years, you got to be on the grind. You know, when everyone yeah. else is graduating, you're still there two years later. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe even three years later, because some people can finish <laughs> in three years, you know, yep, and some yep. four, Very true. and then you're there for seven. It's like, it's a small, you know, um, how do you say, manslaughter charge. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's how long <laughs> you're, you're, you've been in, in university for, which is, which is crazy. You know what I mean? You know? Very, yeah. very, very crazy. What would you say your favorite car is? Yeah, you know I mean, speaking about cars, what, 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 what do you think your favorite car is? Uh always say, car. always say the nicest car you've seen in Ukraine so far. Because oh, was nicest. Yeah, I've seen a lot. It's difficult to pick. I've seen. I mean, I think what doesn't help here is the the gap between the rich and the poor is quite wide. So you will. I've seen a, my fair share of Bentleys out here. You know, you see the Teslas as well. I've seen the Ferraris, the Porsches. I think the best I've seen, for sure, I think it was it was one of the Ferraris I've seen. It was crazy. It was red, but it wasn't a normal red. I don't know. I think I'm not going with colors. Maybe the ladies might help me, but it was crazy red, and it was, it was mad. It was mad. I bet, like, you know, because of your currency situation, it probably is the price of a BMW or something, though, isn't it? <laughs> 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 No, I think for certain things, you, you know, it's standing around the world. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, that is interesting. What's what's a Ukrainian breakfast like, bro? I mean, over here in England, we got the cornflakes, you know, the English breakfast, all of that stuff. What do you yeah. guys have for, uh, for breakfast? Well, I think there are a lot of, you know, people who are, have been westernized a bit. So you do find the usual coffee drinkers and tea, but they do like themselves a lot of, um, what's they call it? So it's a porridge, like oats, some, some kind of stuff like that. And then, yeah, and then a lot of croissants and pastries and all these kind of things. So from the breakfast point, it's not really different. Ah, cool, cool, cool. I didn't, I didn't think, yeah. it, I thought it would be a bit different. I thought it would be a bit of a, you know, I don't know what you guys were eating in the, the Ukrainians <laughs> eating the, during the war you know, or something. You find you know some mean, but... breakfast where you have, you know, your usual like uh, mushrooms and then you get some sausages on there. Yeah, if you want your English, you get that as well. But yeah, they, they do have kind of similar to what you people, a lot of people have everywhere in Europe. So, so that's okay. No, that's not bad at all. They're not bad at all. Yeah, I mean, it's quite quite interesting that because i don't i don't actually remember eating breakfast when we came to ukraine i don't know if that's something we actually did i think we nah, might just nah. missed it i think you just took it from the the, the hotel isn't it oh that's right yeah, yeah you're yeah. right we did we actually sorry how did i forget that we had breakfast at the hotel <laughs> yeah. no you know yeah no do you know why it's because it is what we would get anywhere in the world right that's that's why you know, and because yeah. we had it at the hotel, it didn't feel like we had to go and get it from anywhere else. So we just went upstairs and got it. And that it's was, true. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty easy. So that wasn't even a, 
a problem like that at all. Yeah, you know I mean, it's, it's so where, where do you get a trim in Ukraine? You know, what I mean, like, who's your barber? Is there like an urban barber? Or do you just get it done by you know, um, out of down the road or something? <laughs> well, you could you could get it done by you know some Ukrainian shops guys you know who do you know it's their business so they will do it real well. But you know I've got my Nigerian guys and my Ghanaian guys out here. You go to them and they know what you want to do it the way you want it. Is it just like um, colleagues or like the established barbers okay. or or something like that? We've got you know we've got a couple of Nigerians here who are established. One's got his own shop registered and everything. He's got even some Ukrainians come through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 doing. I mean, Nigerians everywhere. Shout out to them guys. <laughs> they right. brothers. They, 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 Nigerians come like the Chinese people, don't they? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you just be finding them everywhere. Find one of them. Jeez. <laughs> and they they be making it. So yeah, he's out here doing that. And then the Ghanaian guys, my colleague, he's really good at it. So it's like I think on that day is what I'm feeling. I mean, and he's not. It's not a business. So it's when he's free then you go. But if he's not, then you, you go to your Nigerian brother and he'll do it fine and everything will be blessed. Ah, that's what's up, man. You know what I mean? Not that I'll try it, but you know what I mean? That's, that's, the, <laughs> you know what I mean? that's, that's, that's what's up. You know what I mean? Not, 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 not bad at all. And, and you know, I'm, I'm sure church is a big thing or religion is out yeah. there in Ukraine. How, how have you found your feet? I mean, of course, moving away from how church is ran in Ghana, how it's done in yeah. the UK, you know, how yeah. how is it like out there in Ukraine? Um, I think when you came around, you didn't have the opportunity to go to church with me, but I mean, we've got, um, I think you know Pentecost, and I think they've got a lot of branches all around the world. We've got one branch here, so that's what I attend, but I have visited like um, Hillsong. They've also got a branch out here. Wow. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did. They do. They do. So I've been there once. It's really good setting. I mean, kind of the you know hill song you do see on TV is in Ukrainian and I mean Russian, but you know they give you the headphones and then oh wow, you get, the, you get headphones yeah, to hear in English. I mean, yeah, to get the English, you know, interpretation. Wow. So it's cool. And then on on our side, we because we are more of an African church, you will get the natural few and you won't be left out of place so for church is not a problem i think generally ukrainians i think about 40 percent are christians the rest don't really go into religion like that so yeah maybe 40 50 percent but yeah well why do you think that is i mean how, how do you mm. think they missed that boat i don't know if they missed out but some of them don't believe like should i say god exists or don't believe in religion let me put it that way not a god but yeah, to the few I have spoken to, it's like when you, you sit down, you speak with them, it's like they they feel that, you know, came into the world to try and, you know, earn money, live life and go. They don't believe, you know, in in, in what we, should I say, as Africans will believe, you know, in religion too much like that, where you have to go fellowship together, try and edify yourself, lift up yourself. They, they don't see that, but they do have people like Ukrainians who are into that. So I think it's balanced. But yeah, there's some people like I mean around the world. I mean, in your on your side, you have people like that. So yeah, I think that's how it is. Yeah, no, no, totally. I don't disagree. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is quite interesting. And you know, shout outs to um, your boys we met. You know, <laughs> at, at the hostel. Yeah, I mean, yeah, super yeah. cool guys, lovely guys. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. 
you know, doing a lot. I mean, they're carrying those big fan heaters. I mean, jeez. Yeah, I remember that, boy. Yeah. yeah. You know, just to go and warm up the church and everything else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. Because you know. winter does get a bit cold and then where we fellowship, because it's a bit, should I say, spacious. So, you know, cold and big spaces, you know, they have best friends who... So, they kind of circulate in there, so you try to get the big heaters to warm up the place, and then you're you're okay to go. Because ah. the winter out heaters get really cold, and I think you experienced that a bit. Yeah, I mean the cold was really cold. I mean, I thought I thought it got cold over here, but over there, yeah, the cold. I mean, I think I remember taking my hands out of my gloves just just to quickly check my phone, and then when I put my hands back in the gloves, the gloves were useless. I was like, my goodness, man, is it really that cold out here? Jeez, man, my hands were frozen. Yeah, yeah, it does get really cold. I mean, I think the coldest I have experienced is um, minus 28. <laughs> Mate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then that day, I mean, it was, it was half day in school, not because it was a holiday or special day, but it was just too cold. So by 12 o'clock, everyone in the university had to bounce because it was too cold, people have to get in. And then there's one of them ones where if you buy coffee outside within two, three minutes, not even, even that's too long, like a minute, and it's just turned warm, and in two minutes it's gone like Fanta you've put in the fridge. <laughs> wow. That's what yeah. that type of cold would do to your drink. Yeah, it would do to your drink. Sharp, sharp, sharp. So, yeah, I mean... I think this winter we didn't get that far. Maybe I think lowest was when negative 18, 19, but it's really, really cold. What makes it worse, what makes it worse is when it's, you know, windy as well. And then it's kind of biting on your face and all yeah. of this. It's like, wow. Wow. It's crazy. Does, does it make you miss Ghana where that doesn't happen? Oh, for sure. For sure. How can I would trade the one for, you know, I think <laughs> I, prefer, I prefer the heat because I know how to cool myself down. But when it's cold, warming yourself up is quite difficult. I don't know. You know, I'm more of a rather warm myself up than cool myself down. That's that's what I rather prefer. You know, because yeah, maybe you should try warming yourself out here, and then you see that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but for me, I just feel like when you're hot, sometimes it feels like there's genuinely nowhere to go to cool yourself. Like, you know, you're you're fortunate; you got air conditioning and all that stuff in your house. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's not that difficult. You know what I mean? But like for the average person, you know, you know, they, there's no air conditioning. You know what I mean? Like it's just heat. <laughs> You know, so it's 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 difficult. Yeah, you know I mean, but if you're gonna warm yourself up, you know, you just put more clothes on. You know, what I'm saying, or whatever the case yeah, may be, and, that, you know, you should be okay. But if it's the reverse, you can't be naked. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, <laughs> so it's crazy. Well, I mean, like you could help yourself by drinking lots of cold water, getting ice cream. You know, try to make sure your clothes are all like light material and all of that, just to try to cool yourself. I mean, we can we can only try, right? You know, what I mean, we can <laughs> we can only try, you know. But we can, we can, we can. It, it, it's for me. I feel like, yeah, you know, it's a question to ask you guys. Actually, you know, would you prefer to warm yourself up or cool yourself down? You know, what I mean, uh, for me, yeah, I think, I think that's a good question. It's a good question for me. I'm the warm myself up rather than cool myself down. I I can't. I don't <laughs> like the heat. I mean, I don't mind being in the heat. I'm I'm cool with it and everything. But you know. If it's like a per like a choice, live in a country where it's cold more than it's hot, or I'd yeah. rather I'd rather be there. You know what I mean? 
yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. I'd definitely rather be there, which is which is my preference. But so what what do you guys get up to in Ukraine? I mean, I know that there's Chernobyl. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, that's something which is quite interesting. A lot of history behind yeah. it and everything else. But minus that, nobody really knows like what to do in Ukraine. So, you know, being the man underground out there, what do you guys do? You know, what I mean, for entertainment. You know, what I mean, yeah. for like a birthday to go and enjoy yourselves. Yeah. You know, what do you guys do? Yeah, I mean, I think it will be the same as what you would do out there because it's like, I mean, both of us do know that we we have this circle of friends, so you know. You don't have too many people around. It's always if it's a birthday, you go out to do something. If someone decides to have a party in their house, then you go, you know, all these different things you would do. So, yeah. Otherwise, like, I mean, I've even said this to you before, that sometimes you could be in a country and then maybe you wouldn't even know there's certain things to do. Like I went online to YouTube and I'm seeing people coming out here to do great, like, interesting stuff. And I didn't even know those things. It's just like, driving the tanks and all of this. I've never even been to Chernobyl, but I think we'll, I'll have to, you know, plan all those things down before I kind of leave here. So, yeah, there are a lot of great things to do out here. Great stuff, especially in summer where the beaches are always, you know, full because... Yeah, you, you guys have beaches? <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously? We do, we do, because it gets, it's so cold year-round that when the heat comes, these guys are first to jump on every activity. So, like, it's barbecues out there. If there's a beach, they're playing volleyball, football, like, beach soccer. Like, there's every activity that could be done out in the open. They're doing it. Riding bicycles. It's, it's, it's always, you know, like, very active out here. So, during the summer, there's lots of stuff to do. I'm, I'm genuinely surprised that you have a beach. I mean, oh, a yeah. frozen beach, okay, but a beach, <laughs> beach with sand and you know water which moves and it's not frozen. Everything, everything. I mean, we have, we have it. Yeah, hey, that's yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, maybe yeah, exactly. Ukraine for the summer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> maybe everything you need, we have it. We have it. We have it. Don't worry. Right? Yeah. I mean, that is definitely interesting. I, I didn't consider that. You know. When you say Ukraine, beach is not the first thing that comes to mind. You know what I mean? Or, um, or, yeah, or even, sure. I didn't even know you guys had like, you know, coastal line or nothing like that, that, you know, you, you could have oh, a yeah, beach. Oh yeah, we do, but it's not, it's not in this city, but we do. Mm. And and how's yeah. the, the relations between uh, Ukraine and the Russians? You know what I mean? How's that going? Because I know you speak fluent in Russian, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you, but you're living in Ukraine. So it's like, how is it that you're speaking fluent Russian? and not fluent Ukrainian, if that's even the right way of pronouncing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me clarify that. Um, I think back when I came, or even now, let me say even now, the East, which is closer to Russia, even now still do speak a lot of Russian. So when I came in, I was not in Kiev. I was in um, Donetsk, where Shakhtar Donetsk, if you follow football, you know, that team, that's where they are based and they are in the east. So that's where I was, a very beautiful city until, you know, the war came around. So on the eastern side of Ukraine, everyone's speaking Russian most of the time because that's where the border to Russia is. So it's more of like Russians were coming in, kind of, you know, speaking with them back in the day and then they never really left. In the west, they speak Ukrainian. So I learn Russian in the east and I'm in the capital where everyone speaks both 
So when someone speaks Ukrainian to me, I just reply in Russian and they know, okay, he doesn't speak Ukrainian. So we switch it and they speak Russian back to you. But when you go into the West side of Ukraine, where a lot of people are very patriotic, when you speak Russian to them, they are not very receptive because they, they feel like, are you supporting the Russians and, and stuff like that? So those guys on the Western side, they they are more, you know, let's do everything in Ukraine. We speak Ukrainian. We, we Every official, you know, stuff is in Ukrainian and all of that. So, and I don't understand that. So, of course, some words are similar because it's similar languages, but it's not the same. So if someone is speaking Ukrainian to me, I can only pick like bits and pieces and then try to make out what they're saying. So I just have to reply in Russian. And then to me, it's like, it's just a language. If you like it or not, if you understand or not, it's your choice to reply. But if, you know, that's what I understand. So anytime they ask me, oh, why didn't I learn Ukrainian? And I'm in Ukraine, I say, but yeah, I didn't go to Russia. I came to Ukraine and you guys taught me Russian. So what do you have to say about that? So it's kind of... <laughs> you always you taught me the wrong side. language, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kind of always get that and they laugh and then, you know, kind of break the ice and then we speak from there. So, yeah. That's, That's interesting because, I mean, their language just looks like a... It's like Chinese almost with loads of symbols and and stuff like that yeah yeah you know so yeah. like how long did it take you to kind of get to grips with all of that stuff i don't know the timeline but i was going in the first year i was going you know school and then everything was in russian for that first year to kind of learn it so yeah that's how i got onto it but if you really want to be really good you have to put yourself where you're listening to Russian music. You're watching some Russian TV and, you know, trying to read some books. I was fortunate because I had some Arab guys in my group. Shout out to them guys, really great guys, Syed and, you know, his brothers. So they got those Arab guys. They were from Jordan anyway. Those guys really like to put themselves into the culture wherever they find themselves. So, They'll be playing Russian music in class. And then they ask you questions like, oh, Kojo, can you understand? And then I'll be like, no, because, you know, this is a whole new language to me. And then they help you out. Okay, he's trying to say this. Is that. So when I'm told what the song is meant, it's like, you know, talking about it. And then I, I listen to try and find the words I know to try and make sense. And from there, they try to speak only Russian with you and it helps. So you kind of cut out the English, speak Russian. And with languages, the more you practice, the more you get better. Yeah, I mean, I was definitely shocked when we was we we came out of the airport and then was trying to find the Uberman, and then you know, um, Nana pulled out his phone. He's like, "Yeah, no problem. I'll call call the guy." And then he gave you the phone, and then you just started speaking Russian. And me and Nana just looked at each other, and then looked at you like, "Is he really just speaking Russian right now?" It's like you know, I, I don't know why I thought you wouldn't know how to speak it. I don't know why I, I didn't think that you would speak it. How, how would you expect me to survive in these streets? Dude, I, honestly, I have no idea. It just didn't even come across my mind because you've never really come back to say, oh yeah, I've, I can speak Russian. You know what I mean? So it was just yeah, weird. Yeah. Like when you just started speaking Russian, it was just like, like, what's he saying? Like, you know, and where did he learn how to say this? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, which is, which is real, which was mad interesting. And, you know, just the dynamics and everything. You could tell that, like, you know, they, there's some sort of respect for you as well. You know, when they see you speaking, yeah. you know, in that yeah, language as well, you know, they, really? they definitely do respect you. And um, for, like you said, the, when we was in Vapianos, and I think he was ordering in, in Russian, 
the yeah. the the what do you call it? the the chef you know he yeah. was then teaching other words in ukrainian yeah i mean so i think maybe yeah, he's yeah. The, the the real the real yeah he's got the real he's the real ukrainian right so he was yeah, just yeah, you know, yeah. so that was that was also interesting yeah you know i mean which is which is cool and you know just the interesting you know fun fact uh, for our listeners you know every every time you know myself nana we hit ukraine you know what i'm saying i think we, we're known as basketballers you know what i mean so you know when we're walking around we're the basketballers kojo kojo is the agent you know what i'm saying you know so when they see us out there in vapianos or in that brazilian joint or whatever you know maybe just moving around town you know, we always get stopped, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, what basketball team do you play for? I don't even remember what name we made up. I have to ask Nana what name we made, what team do we play for? I forgot, but I know something like, uh, I forgot the city you guys use or the oh, state, man. Yeah, it was, it was funny. It was, yeah, it was funny and we was just being followed, you know what I mean? I, you know, it felt nice because it's like, oh man, we celebrities out here, man, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but it was awkward at the same time, you know what I mean? Like it was it was one of those ones. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, I, mean I think everywhere you go, people in the area will always know ah oh, this guy's new or he's not he's not been around. Like the way you move and everything's different. Like if I come out there definitely people will know or oh, maybe he's 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 came he's come around to visit and so I think it's the same thing with this place. They kind of see you guys and you see mm, these two with this guy one of them has been around for long, but these two look, you know, fresh. So <laughs> let's see if we can get some peas off them. Fresh meat. So we that's look how like. fresh meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how, you know, I think it's it's just, I don't know how, I always wonder how, but I think there are certain things you can't, you can't see, be taught or be, you know, conscious about. So those kind of stuff, you, you're in new hood or a new place. I don't know. It's like, more or less, they just know. They always know this guy's not from here. Yeah. I just, I, it's always weird. I don't know how. Yeah. Even in Ghana, like even if I'm from like where I stay and I go to a different place to visit a friend, they always know that you're not from this place, which is crazy. Like, how is this possible? But yeah, I think that's what happened when you guys came around. No, for sure. I mean, when I was speaking with Kevin last week, you know, he also mentioned the same about South London as well, how, you know, they just know that you're not from around there. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think that's just something that, you know, kind of happens, you know, everywhere in, in its own yeah. its own weird way, which is which is interesting. You know what I mean? You know, but here's, here's an important question I have for you, you know, because, yeah. you know, I, the listeners will understand why I'm asking this question. When are you guys going to join the Euros? Because everybody needs to visit Ukraine before that happens. Yeah, I mean, so <laughs> when is when is that going to take place, and how soon? How close is that, you know, to happening? You know, from you're you're the you're the man underground. You know, what I mean, let us yeah, know. like um, I was always following the stories. I think it, it was it twenty fourteen fifteen. That's when the process started, but I don't know how long exactly it takes to join the EU. So yeah, I think it's an ongoing thing. I don't know what year. It will be difficult for me to give you the year where. You can really say uh, they're like they're gonna be in the EU by this day, but I think everyone within, to me, I say within the next couple of years should try and make it out before they join because there are gonna be a lot of changes because the EU's got certain, you know, should I say I shouldn't say targets, but criteria you have to meet, and then yeah. So from now to maybe in, in a year's time or two, 
you should make it out here, see how it is, and then you you, you get the experience before they get into the EU where certain things will change. Because even now, we here are seeing the changes from before, like the transport system is improving. Even now, they've got a new president coming in. He's, he's going to be in office from was it June, I think. And then, yeah, from there, we'll see how he also continues or, you know, takes them back because some people would like to, you know, <laughs> send you back and <laughs> prolong that process. So we just hope he continues. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I mean, at least at least until you've graduated and everything else. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, which is all good, you know. Um, what I was going to say was, is um, what's the, like, the club scene like out there in Ukraine, you know? How, how how is that you know they seem like you know from the people we saw it seems like you know they like to enjoy themselves and everything else but we didn't get to go to a club or anything like yeah. that so have you been to a club do you know what it's like you know what's good i've not been i've not been i think i've not been but i always have guys who go there so i've got a lot of stories but like i said it's just stories so i can't give you my side of you know the experience but yeah for here i think every Friday night, there's always the like. I think you guys even realized it because you go, you came on a Friday, and in the evening, everywhere's packed because you pass certain places, you see certain men's nightclubs, and you know, even men's clubs, and then they always lit up lively from around 10 nine onwards and it's always lit so <laughs> i don't know what goes in on in there but yeah i think for the night scene it's, it's quite you know quite lively, quite oh, lively. that's dope that's dope yeah you know i mean and you know to sign us out you know why don't you you know i'm gonna let you sign us out but you gotta sign us out in russian you know what <laughs> i mean you gotta sign us out in russian that's how you gotta sign us out you know what i mean so you gotta say <laughs> thank you for listening to views from the east end it's your boy <laughs> so well, thank you for listening to the to views from the east end to views from the east end okay it's your boy Kojo. okay so with dj yes, flex uh, we slush it in our night we had to podcast in views and na east end and no washness in quadro no wash brat quadro dj flex no Спасибо большое. Вы слышите? И, ну, следующей неделе будет, ну, интересно. Майчи, вишу на истине.